JB, the other half of the podcast, and uh, I am a pastor, producer, well, kind of producer. I'm not a super producer. I'm just a, a entry-level producer, uh, musician, uh, CMO of MJB Music. Glad to be here. Yeah, man. <laughs> man of many hats, man of many hats. So, yeah. yeah, we started this 30-minute daily podcast. Monday through Friday, just to bring you everything music, education, and culture. Um, what exactly does this mean, JB? Can you explain to our listeners what they can expect? Yeah, so it's it's, it's going to be great because we're going to get valuable information from various different uh, industry professionals, uh, entertainment industry professionals, such as producers, songwriters, uh, makeup artists, uh, entertainment lawyers, um, photographers, managers, all different aspects of the music will be able to uh, dive into some of their knowledge and uh, help us to grow in our in our industry. Absolutely. And as you know, you know, no one's journey is the same. And I've been blessed to uh, encounter some wonderful industry professionals. So I've just been reaching out to some industry friends and, you know, they're reaching out to their friends to kind of just connect us together so we could uh, just be a help to one another. Uh, we all have traveled different roads and different walks and we can all learn from each other valuable lessons. So I'm excited, man, just to be able to uh, just give this music education and also some culture that's going on. Absolutely. So let's give the forecast for today. So today's show, um, you know, we're going to be talking about what makes a successful producer. What makes a successful producer. So go ahead, start tagging every producer you know, everybody that's on the on the NPC or the drums, or they try to make a beat. You know, they feel like, you know, I got it. Something that says, I think I'm a producer. Go on tag them because they're going to learn something today, all right? Absolutely. And uh, they don't want to miss this. And joining us today will be Grammy, the BMI award winner and legendary super producer, Dr. Percy Beatty. Woo! <laughs> so excited to have him. This musician, writer, arranger, artist, and producer is undoubtedly one of the most well-known and well-respected names, and get this, in Christian and secular music. Wow. Everybody has crossed over. His body of work has garnered him 26 gold and platinum albums. Two six, y'all. You know how hard it is to get one? This man has two two six. Wow. Come on, somebody. His beaming talent would also catch the eyes and ears of notorious R. Kelly, which will later result in the collaboration of one of the best pop songs of our times. I believe I can fly. He's, I'm sure he's still eating off that to, to, the, day, to the day leaders. I believe I can fly. Right. My God. My God. But more importantly, above all of that, you know, Percy is a loving husband, father, friend, brother, one of the most genuine people that I've uh, encountered in this business, in this industry. And he hasn't changed. He's been the same from the day I met him. And that's what I appreciate most about him. But before we, um, 
you know, get into what's going on. JP, tell us what's going on in the culture. What's the newsflash moment of the day? Well, we all know uh, uh, Will and Jada are lighting up the Internet with their, uh, I like to call it, entanglement gate. Um, <laughs> so the questions, the questions stirring. Uh, will they still be married? We don't know. That's the question. So we got to hold them up in prayer. I don't know if anybody, if you've been on the Internet, you know the story about what's going on with Will and Jada Smith. Um, and their uh, her uh, 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 entanglement with uh, August Alcina and uh, Alcina, yeah. yeah Alcina and so uh, she went on Red Talk and she's talked about it and uh, I'm gonna tell you Will did not look happy uh, and so I don't know I'm I'm, I'm praying I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep yeah. I'm gonna keep uh, Will and Jada up before the Lord that that, that he restore yeah. their marriage because I don't know man. It's, it's, you kind of had that man-made smile, you know, that smile that ain't, it ain't real, but you kind of got to make that smile. Right. Inside, you had some pain. Right, yeah, right. Like you said, we're going to definitely keep them up. But yeah, that's our, that's what's going on in the culture, man. And it's being talked about everywhere you look, man. So, everywhere you look. You know, hey, I have a hard enough time just dealing with one woman. So God bless them and, 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 <laughs> and their endeavors. <laughs> but yeah, Amen. man, so without further ado, man. Today, again, we're talking about becoming a successful producer. JB, tell me why do you think it's important and our people that's calling themselves producers really are actually a producer? Well, initially, you know, when I look at the word producer, I look at it as someone who produces a product, right? They take um, several different ingredients from several different places and they bring it together to present a product for, uh, for the people. Um, and so... Yeah. Music producers are super important because otherwise you wouldn't have a final product that the people can enjoy. You would just have chaos. And so the producers, I believe that their their intelligence and their intuition allows them to bring in several different parts together to produce something that the public can enjoy. And so they're they're very they're very important. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. I think producers are more or less uh, like visionaries as well. You know, because they see the they see the finished product. Absolutely. Start. So it goes from idea or concept to finished product. And I Absolutely. just love the whole process, man. So, you know, without further ado, man, I just want to welcome our special guest today, um, Dr. Percy Baby. Welcome to the MJB Music with JB Podcast, brother. So glad to see you and glad to have you. Hey, what's happening, man? I'm glad to be with you guys, man. Sounding good. Looking good, too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to trying to stick, trying to keep it young, man. Just trying. <laughs> so yeah, man. Again, it's such an honor. We've read your bio and different things that you've accomplished. But like I said, man, even more importantly than all of that, man, I just really appreciate um, just Percy the person. You know, I'm, Thank I'm you, man. all of the accomplishments, man. You're just a, a great spirit, man. I just love to just be around you or even watching you from a distance and learning and, you know, just being a mentor from afar. So we appreciate you, man. And today we just want to kind of you know, pick your brain and hopefully you can give, well, not hopefully, I know you'll give um, our listeners something very valuable that, that they can take away from this, this setting. So, um, yeah, so we just going to have you a couple questions, man, if you don't mind. Hey, let's get in it, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, number one, man, what does it take to make a hit song? And what's typically your process when producing a record or, like, what are some of the tools that you use to create? 
wow, you come out the gate. Man. Well, um, so, you know, I don't know that there, I, I can't say that there's a particular strategy for, for, um, hit songs. I don't think that's predictable. I think what we what we've learned to do is we've learned to trust our gut when something feels good. Uh, and cuz the the reality is that what we do, man, people will forget some of the lyrics. They may forget some of the names of the people that sing, but they'll never forget how it made them feel. And so that's why it's so important to trust your gut. Um and whatever that gave you that feeling in your gut, if you can kind of document that in some kind of way, how you got there, it can be like a bar that you can set um, and use that for future references when you're doing things or when you're working on songs and you're trying to create something that will uh, be timeless, you know? Yeah. Um, I think my, my definition of a hit song is something that outlives you, um, that that speaks when you when you when you can't speak anymore. Wow, um, that's that's how I view it. And so I've learned over time, man, that there's there is a craft to writing a song, a great song. There's a craft to it. There's an art to it, I should say. Yeah. Um, and there's some staples there, but being able to predict whether it will resonate with others. Uh, because that's how you quantify what's a hit is that when it resonates with others, man, when others hear it and, and, and it resonates, uh, that's when, you know, uh, it's something that's beyond just you, your family and the people that's close to you who may be listening to it, you know? Yeah. 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 Teach us, teach us, sir. Speaking, (laughs) speaking of hit songs, you know, I believe I can fly is one of the, uh, most uh, notarized songs that there is. So tell us the story behind that and how that came about, you know. So I believe I could fly, man, with something that was co-written by myself and R. Kelly, man, in a hotel in Detroit, Michigan. We were finishing up the first leg of the Download Top Secret Tour. Okay. And it was the last night, man, and we finished up the show that night. I went back to the hotel, went to sleep. Um, and I get a call about three or four in the morning, actually about three in the morning. And it was, it was R. Kelly. It was him saying, Hey man, I got an idea for a song, man. And we need to get it done because I need to turn it into Atlantic records. Never saying what it was for. Okay. You know? And so I got up and went down because one of my roles with him was, I wasn't just his musical director, but I was also his music guy in the studio. Okay. You know, so anything he was working on, any records that were being made, I was I was on them. Okay. I was working on them. Wow. And so went down to the lobby, man, and sat with him at the piano, man, and, and he basically just had the the uh, first part of the song, and uh, which was just a I used to sing Now I know. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what he was like. Uh, and then I'm stuck, man. I ain't got nothing there, man. And from that point, man, it became a very organic, like, experience because unspoken, 
like not without saying anything i just jumped in and went if i can see it yeah yeah yes sir then i can be it yeah if if i if i just believe it there's nothing to it i believe i, I came up with that chorus yeah wow you know and uh the rest is history man um you know, it's it's that kind of song only comes around ever so often. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Um, the impact that that song had globally, internationally, man, all over the world, being recorded in over a hundred and something different languages, and you know, uh, that kind of impact, man. Those songs don't come around every day. Right. No, right. we, we, we chase them kind of songs. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, so there's some, some legal things there. There's some things there that, that are being addressed and I won't, uh, I, I, yeah. I won't disclose some things that I need to, I need to stay silent on right now, yes, sir. But, uh, yes, sir. but it's the business, it's the business of music, you know, and one of the things that a lot of us do is we are very talented and we, we can do certain things, but, but we don't keep in mind that it's a business. It's a, it is, it is a business and, and you have to make sure that you're doing business and, and you're handling business and you have someone who can handle your business. Yeah, yeah that's good. At the good. end of the day. Yeah. yeah so I want to ask you, man, something uh, kind of personal. Um, Go ahead. So what's been some of the toughest moments that you faced throughout your journey, um, either personally or professionally? Like what's one of those moments that made you just like, this is it? I'm done. Um, man, you know, it's it's funny because I don't think I would ever give up music because it's what I'm passionate about. It's what I love. And I would do it if I was making no money at all. Yes, sir. Uh, but there has been some challenges, man. And the challenges were never based on money. money. It was based on, man, how I was being viewed and treated by those who I had worked with to help establish their careers. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, if you go through my resume and this is not a boast mm -hmm. uh, because I'm not that guy, I don't I'm not I'm not from that cloth. Right. But there's not another producer songwriter right now who has the body of work that I have. Yes, sir. OK. And yeah. what I mean by that is you go across the board, you go across the board and you look at the artists the length and the breadth of artists that I've worked with, uh, that list is extensive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we're talking about four different decades. Wow. Four different decades. And so what's funny is when people start to discount you because they think you're, you're old or they think that you, you're not, uh, uh, you don't have value to what they think is valuable right now, but if they only knew, they need what I have. 
Yes, sir. Absolutely. And, you know, God has sustained me and kept me relevant uh, because the one thing that I refuse to do is I refuse to let anybody else tell me who I am and who I'm not. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. I like I like what you said about uh, that the, that the young the young cats need what you have. Uh, what would you say that that would be that they need that you have? I think one of the main things is 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 the 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 ability to listen. Wow. The ability to listen and to hear what others don't really listen for. And what I mean by that is that you can hear artists if you're working with an artist and the artist is talking. Yeah. You think they're talking, but they're not really talking. Yeah. They're not. They're talking, but they're not really talking. Yeah. And see, the, the genius of, of what a producer does and who a producer is 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 that man. Sometimes we're we're psychologists. Sometimes we're 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 like the people that that the artists bounce stuff off, personal things they bounce off. You know, we're motivators at times. You know, sometimes man, we're we're. We're, we're cheerleaders for the artists. You know, we have to be all of these things in order to get a, a specific type of performance from them. Yeah. And so I think uh, the younger guys need to understand the importance of listening, not just listening to the artists, but listening to what records have been successful. Then start asking yourself, why have they been successful? What, what, what are the things that, that are relatable in these records that I can apply to what I'm doing that will uniquely uh, position me inside the marketplace where there's millions of others who are trying to do the same thing? Because it's not, it's not about trying to be one of the ones. Right. It's about trying to be the one. Right. Yes, sir. You know, you, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people doing it. But what's going to distinguish you? What will make Mario who Mario is so when people hear Mario, they know it's Mario. They don't have to see him, but they can hear it and say, I know that's a Mario production. I know that's a Mario song. Yeah. You know, I know that's a JB production. I know that's a JB song. It's always about understanding the importance of being a great listener, man, and yeah. studying, studying. Yeah. Wow. That's so valuable. Man, so valuable. And, yes, sir. Uh, you know, you touched on so many good points, and I, and I, you know, I'm kind of in that range where, you know, I've got some peers and then I've got some some mentees, some people like I'm right in the middle. And mm -hmm. so I, I really, I respect my elders. I respect the people that have, have done it before me, and I'm constantly in a position where I'm trying to show them that they're still valued. You know what I mean? That mm -hmm. they still have relevance. That they still because I know that they they get it. You know, and it yeah. really doesn't change. So, oh I'm, man, let me tell you, this young generation—they're super, super duper talented, bro. Yeah. They are. They just need somebody to help. They need—they don't need the keys to the car until they learn how to drive. Come on, man. That's yeah. all I'm trying to say. Right. You know, stick with me. Sit in the passenger seat, and and you know what? I'm gonna let you be you. I'm gonna let you do you because I don't want you to be me. Exactly. I'm already done. You can't repeat me. <laughs> You know, you know, but there's some things that I know I can give you that's going to empower you and help you to be the best you that you can be. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, man. 
So I just got maybe one question, and then we're gonna let you go, man. Uh, like I said, we want to. Oh man, one. dang, man! I thought we were gonna chop it up. I, <laughs> I mean, we can. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I, I, I signed up for it. I'm your time. I got. I got a little bit, man. I'm good. Okay. So let me ask you. Um, as far as influences, what are or who are some of your influences? Wow, good question. My number one influence, man. As a producer, uh, would be uh, David Foster. Mm-hmm. Um, then it would be Maurice White from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Then, wow. it would be, then it would be Bill Maxwell on the gospel side. Uh, then it would be uh, Kenny, Babyface, uh, him in L.A., Jam and Lewis. Those are those are like the initial influences. Then when it comes to songwriting. Uh, Andre Crouch, yes, uh, Burt Backrack, Kara um, Bear Sega, um, Diane Warren. Wow. Uh, so my my list is vast and it's across genres. Yeah. And that's on purpose because what I learned was is that uh, Quincy Jones taught me this: when you put yourself in a box, you limit your potential reach, you know? So rather than saying, hey, man, I'm a gospel songwriter. Yeah. How about just say I'm a songwriter who, I'm a Christian, though. I just said the same thing. I just, you know, I just used it a little different. Absolutely. And why is because some people are turned off by certain words. You say gospel, and they instantly, their ears shut down, right? Yeah. And it ain't because they don't like it. It's just that, you know, at some point, uh, a lot of us, we, we, we you know, we want to choose when we want to deal with uh, certain things. Yeah. We don't want that force in our face, you know. So if the potential reach for you is the world, the globe, then it would make more sense that you would pr- approach things from an aspect of, man, I am, I am a piano player and I can play anything. And I love Jesus. Yes, sir. And I love Jesus. I rock with Jesus. That, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Yeah. Come out the box. Come out that box, man. Yeah, yeah. That's so wow. that's so important for musicians to understand, I think, and singers. But I, I you know, I remember growing up trying to play the keyboard and uh my father, he would I would try to sneak off and listen to to, to other records. And my father was a pastor, so that was that was shunned upon to try to listen to other other genres of music but i understand from an expression side that when you bring all those things together it helps you to to bring out more of what you're trying to bring out in your music you know what i mean mm-hmm. um speak to some of the other uh, uh to, to the reasons why you chose some of the people that you chose for your inspirations uh I, I, well it's real it's real simple it's real easy for me uh, because I had become bored with what I was hearing. Mm. What I was hearing and what I was playing wasn't challenging me. Right. It wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't pushing the needle for me. The right. envelope wasn't being pushed. And for me, I've always had to have something driving, pushing me. Because whenever whenever I felt like, man, this was this was it, I had reached where I couldn't go further, I would become uninterested. I wouldn't, you know, it's like I wouldn't want to do it, you know, um, like, for instance, 
in 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 church, there's a reason why certain hymns sound the way that they sound. There's a reason why, right? Mm-hmm. And we understand that, right? I like you. I'm a preacher's kid, you know. Yeah, it was frowned upon when you listen to anything outside of church stuff. So I would sneak my mother's nine volt transistor radio and go in the closet, man, and I'd listen to the jazz stations. Okay. And I'd listen to other stations. But what I found out when I did that, it made me so hungry to expand who I was and to learn more that at, at a point I just had to have a conversation with my mom and I had to just share with her gospel music just is not it's not challenging me. Wow. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, the first gospel record that I did with a choir uh, was Milton Brunson and the Thompson Community Singers. Wow. And there was a record on there called Jesus is a Rock. Uh-huh. That record in itself, all of those hits and licks and stuff, that was inspired by me listening to the Earth, Wind, and Fire stuff. Wow. That was inspired. That was me being inspired by hearing horns and hearing all other sounds. Now, imagine if I had not been exposed to any of that or heard any of that, you know, I probably wouldn't have been able to create something like that. And see, the thing about we we have to inspire each other's brothers. We we should inspire each other. Let me say it that way. You know, when I listen to Mario, I want to hear I want to hear Mario. And, and, And when I listen to him, I know I can be inspired by hearing Mario. And see, that's the beauty of music is allowing everybody to have their own identity within itself. Because the reality is, is if we're all sounding the same, bro, we don't touch nobody. Absolutely. We don't touch nobody, man. And for so long, the church has taught us wrong because the church taught us, you know, touch not the world, things of this world and blah, blah, blah. But then, but what about the scripture that says, go ye into all the world? Yeah. And make disciples, and you cannot touch the world if you're not in it. Well, they weren't talking about our music, Doc. No, I'm just kidding. This is <laughs> yeah, that's right. another conversation. But right. You're right. But you're right. <laughs> you are exactly right. But the reality is, at the end of the day, you cannot affect anything looking from the outside. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Change only happens from the inside. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, that's that is that's you drop jewels, bro. It only happens from the inside, bros. It, it, it only happens from the inside, man. You can stand up. You can stand. You know, I remember getting beat up one time by the football team in high school. And my brother went to the same school, man. And he heard I was getting being jumped on. And my brother came in the gym. Yes, sir. And instead of him jumping in, you know what he did? He looking down saying, Percy, you okay? You all right? Get off my brother. Get off my brother. And when he got home, my daddy had to deal with him. Yeah. But the reality is, is that you got to get involved. The only way, the only way to make change is you got to get involved. You got to get inside of it. You got to get inside of it, man. You got to. And and accept the fact that everybody ain't going to like it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's part of the you say that because I I think I, I finally just accepted that. And I've been saying for the past, I don't know, three or four months that I'll reach who I'm supposed to reach. And it's and I'm and I'm good with that. I'm 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 cool. But man, that's there's one other thing that I really wanted you to speak to because I know you know this and I, I've seen it in Chicago and I've seen it somewhat in Milwaukee too, but more so the unity that you all had with musicians and brotherhood and you know, I want you to speak to 
relationships and how important they are because you got some producers that may be watching just wondering how do they break into the industry not realizing it don't work like that it ain't a break into the industry most times it's about relationship who you know you've been connected to and you know what what can they speak to about your character you know so it's not all about the talent so can you speak to that sir please sure man sure sure well one thing for sure man that 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 Character is not who you are when everybody's watching. Character is who you are when nobody's watching. Wow. That's that's what character is. That's the first thing. The other thing is what I, I've learned about us, in, in in particular as musicians, is that we are quick. We are very quick, man, to discount each other based upon uh, wanting to look like we are the superior. And when we really need to understand that the most the most powerful thing you can do for anybody, man, is to celebrate them. Yes, sir. You can celebrate people because when you celebrate them, you elevate yourself. Relationships are key to this industry, man. A relationship will take you further. Hear this clearly for all producers, artists, songwriters, whatever. Relationships will take you further than your talent. Your wow. talent will open the door, but you got to know how to have relationship at the end of the day. And you got to know how to have valuable, true, transparent relationship. I'm not talking about a false sense of identity. I'm not talking about a false, I, I tell you what you want to hear just because I'm trying to impress you and I want you to, you know, I want you to, you know, put me on. No, no, no. I mean genuine relationship because what will happen is where you're trying to go, somebody can will have a relationship or a resource and they can pick up a phone and make a phone call and get you right where you're trying to go. Yeah. So you can't discount relationships. Relationships are about, they're your most valuable asset in this industry. Relationship. It's the most valuable. It's the, it's the currency. Yeah. It's, it's, it's currency. Relationships is currency. Yeah, uh, I know. I know Chicago. Chicago musicians. It seems like your camaraderie is is huge. Like normally, when you see, uh, I mean, at one point in time, it was, and I and I think even still now, Chicago has some of the the most used musicians. But they all like it's like they're they all hang out together. You know, it's like it's yep. a huge camaraderie. How did that How did that come about? Is that something that well, just, you know? I think, you know, for for the most part, man, um, most of us have come from from churches where we've associated with each other. And um, that has turned into relationship outside of the church, man. And uh, where, you know, some guys, man, play outside of the church and they play all over and you get a chance to experience them outside. You know, a lot of the younger generation now, man, they are really, really, my, I have utmost respect for them because they are really forging uh, though the value in yeah. relationships right now. You know, uh, a lot of them, they, they hang out together, man. They play, they share together, um, and they support each other. And the, the, that's the, the key, man, is, is the support, you know. No matter what level somebody's on, if they know they have the support, man, it's just encouraging. It's encouraging to look out and see your peers, man, when you're doing something, man. 
and and when they can say, hey man, I really appreciated you, uh, I enjoy you, it's it's it adds value. It adds a value to the relationship that that I believe it's that you can't pay for. Um, and it's it it's learning how to celebrate, not tolerate, but learning how to celebrate. How you celebrate, man, guys who who are advanced, guys who may not be as advanced. You know, uh, it's learning the importance of having three people in your life. Somebody you look up to, somebody that's walking with you on your level, and somebody you pouring into. It's understanding those things. Because when you understand those things, man, it just creates a solid and a firm foundation you to move around and when you move around man people will respect you they'll have respect for you they want to see you coming when they see you coming man they welcome you um uh it and it, it i can't say that you know the relationships here have all been rosy because there's been some rocky roads but i think what the rocky roads have taught us the value um and how to value each other we just lost a huge huge legend here in the city man who who was a drummer for Boss Gags, Boss Gags, uh, Destiny's Child, and, and and a lot of others, George Benson, and a lot of others. His name is Kahari Parker. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenal drummer here, and he was a huge. That was a huge loss, man, for the city. Wow. And so, I think it it puts everything in perspective when you really sit down and you think about it, man. Life is but a vapor. Yeah. And at the end of the day, man. Uh, we need to be treating each other, man, like like we are all somebody, not just one somebody, man. I, I don't do that. If you meet me, you're going to meet the same guy. You see me one day, I'm going to be the same guy the next time you see me because I feel like, man, you know, everybody should be loved. Everybody should feel valued and respected no matter what level they're at and no matter what they're doing, man. You know, I'd rather rock with the underdogs anyway. And the folks that's up there, you know, that's just me. Yeah, for sure. Man, it's funny you mentioned uh, some of the Chicago musicians. Uh, Speaking of relationship, uh, God rest his soul, Cornell Thigpen. Woo! Was a close friend of mine. And he was one of the ones that really taught me about relationship. Before we did any music, he was making sure we were sitting down having breakfast, having lunch. And he would hug you like I was uncomfortable because I'm a man's man. (laughs) <laughs> so Cornell, Cornell would hug you and he wouldn't let you go right away you know and, and I didn't understand that at, at first it was a little uncomfortable but I knew he was a you know he was all man as well but he was mm-hmm. trying to let me know that like I, I love you like I care about you and that's really what kind of taught me like somebody in his stature and as talented as he was man that would take time to you know to just show me that kind of respect that kind of love just really sat with me and so I try to you know give it give it out because that's what he taught yes, me about relationships. So that's, man, that's right. He spoke to that man because it, it's it's so true. It's so it's, it's priceless, man. And God, God created us to meet one another. That's and right, so, man. You know, that's that's what makes the world go round. That's it, man. And we need each other, bro. Quiet as it's kept, man. We all need each other, man. You know, uh, when I look at the world and where everything is today, man. You know, when we can honestly sit down and say, man, we don't own much of anything as people. Right. Um, and that, you know, when you sit down and you really started start accepting some things like that, man, it really makes you want to say, hey, man, what can I do to contribute to us establishing something that we can say that it's our own? Even if I don't live to see it, 
you know, maybe my kids or your kids or your children's children, maybe they get to see it and get to experience it, man. But we have to get to a place where what we what we create, we own. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. big. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so yeah, man. Um, I wanted to ask you if you got anything that's coming up or something that we can be sure. able to look out for. Sure, man. Sure. I got a, I, I'm releasing a compilation record. I'm, I'm launching my new label. Nice. And uh, I'm releasing uh, a record called The Moment Speaks. And really, it's a compilation of songs that really speak to the moment and the time that we are in right now. Um, and that's, that's the first thing I'm doing. And then I'm releasing a record. I have an EP that I did called uh, 28 Days. And it's my journey uh, through cancer. Oh, wow. wow. Last, year, last year, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And uh, thank God I'm totally healed as I sit here and talk with you guys today. Wow, praise God. Uh, just, God. just had my six-month checkup again, and we're still good. And the Holy Spirit said, it's going to always be good. It's all good. It's, yeah, you know, exactly. you're healed. Wow. Totally healed. And so um, I have that coming, man. And then there's a project that I'm going to do called One. And One is basically just bringing together uh, all of God's creation and mirroring what heaven looks and sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, re- I remember you, you mentioned Yeah, that you remember that talking about, yeah. yeah that's yeah, been man. on my heart for like years, man. Yes, it's something God gave me, man, and I got away from it. And uh, doing this downtime with, with my cancer treatments and stuff, man, God started reminding me of some things that he spoke to me about. Um, also, man, there's a little, there's a little girl 11 years old, who was in Racine, Wisconsin. I met her when I came to Milwaukee. I was supposed to be a judge at the Pfizer for the Gospel Fest. Okay. And I came in, and I was supposed to be a judge, but I ended up being a musician. And uh, there was a little girl, 11 years old, her name was Leomani Segura. And uh, she sang, Because of Who You Are. And when I tell you the purity yeah. uh, in her voice, and, wow. and the maturity, yeah, it was so amazing. She's she's one of the features on this "The Moment Speaks" record. Awesome. Uh, but I'm saying it to say that 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 Wisconsin has got some some talent, bro. You guys, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Racine. Uh, I know a rapper from Racine, uh, Christopher Lamarck. Man, he's amazing. Um, but but I'm saying that to say that I believe the time where the time we're in right now is where there's some hidden gems that need to be heard, and it's it's my responsibility as as one of the the OGs as they call me now. <laughs> it's my it's my responsibility as an OG to to use my platform to expose them. Yeah, and so that's what I'm doing. Mario is on the record. Mario's got a song that. That'll be featured on that record as well. Excited about him being a part of that, uh, and it's all about it because it's because here's the thing, man. If we only use our platform for us, then when we die, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But but when we help, when we use our platform to help others and to build others, what happens is, is your legacy grows. Yeah. You know. And I'm a genuine cat. I don't. I don't say stuff. Be saying it. 
I don't get down like that. I, if I feel something, I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to rock with it because that's what I'm feeling. Yeah. You know? And so I think that's what's important, man. So, yeah, that's what I got going on. Actually, 28 Days is actually going to also have a 28 Days the movie and 28 Days the journal. Okay. Because so, during that time, man, I had to do 28 straight days of double radiation. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, and so during that time, man, God, like, he shut the, he shut the windows, the curtains, the doors, and I couldn't hear nobody but him. And some of the stuff that he sang to me and some of the stuff he gave me to write, to put down, to document. It's just so, man, that I could use my journey to help somebody else who's going to go through the same thing and who is going through the same thing. Man, this is a staple, uh, a, a something that's cemented in history that they can go to that can help them walk through that path, that journey. Man. Wow, that's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah, I can't wait yeah, to hear that. Great God for your testimony too, man. I don't, I didn't know anything about that, man. It's funny. You just never know what people are going through. Amen. Um, you just you see them on the outside and have no idea, man, what it takes to to live the life that you live, man. So you know. Yep. Amen. I learned one thing. I learned this about God, man. When when you when you go through privately and 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 deal with what you have to deal with privately and and, and you know, he'll reward you openly. Absolutely. I'm just telling you, man, I, I learned that, bro. I mean, you know, it was important if people saw me out. I, I wasn't looking like I was sick. I wasn't trying to look like I was sick. Yeah. I was trying to look like, man, I had it all. That's right. And and because, you know, at the end of the day, that had to be my focus in order to get through mentally. Yeah. My focus had to be was I was healed. Absolutely. You know, and that's how I had to walk. I had to walk that way. You know, and anything that didn't look like what I was speaking and what I believed, I got away from it. Yes. And that's a word. That's a word. That's a word for you upcoming artists and producers. Anything that doesn't look, it doesn't sound like what it is God has spoke to you. You. Yes. Don't waste your time. Don't even waste your time. You ain't even got to argue. You ain't got to say anything. Wow. Because it's about being obedient to him at the end of the day. I think yes, that's, a life, that's a life lesson, too. Anything in your life that you know what I mean? That, that, that's absolutely true. That's the second time I heard it today, by the way, too. That's confirmation. Yeah. Amen. Good stuff. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, James, man. Hey, man. We, we did it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we, we made it. We made it too. This is the first show. Um, you know, this is teaching me something because, you know, again, my heart was to be able to give back to people. And, um, you know, I know that everybody's story is different and everybody's got something to give. And so my hope is that I can continue to reach out to at least the people that I'm connected to, to bring to our audience, you know, valuable lessons, valuable things, jewels, and, you know, just different things that will help them along their way as well, because I have people that help me, so I'm just here to try to help somebody else. And, um, you know, I'm thinking this 30-minute thing may not be long enough. We're, gonna, we're probably going to have to do it. Revisit that, Doc. Yeah. I, 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 you might need to revisit it, bro. This thing got some. Good, man. So we were gonna keep it short and sweet, but I'm like, man, it's kind of hard to get in, dig deep, you know, and, and get a lot of what we just. Man, I want to. I'm sitting here taking notes. I'm forgetting.
and I'm on the podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, 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 that's what it's about, man. I'm, yeah. I'm listening to you, and I'm, I'm definitely going to go back and listen to myself so I can get yeah, you know, deep into it. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's so valuable, man. You're man, right. I, forget, I forgot to mention something, too, man. Also, also man, I, I do, uh, I started an a, a online a songwriting course, man. I forgot about that. Oh, wow. It's called Pen and, wow. Pen and Pad. Pen and pad. Pen and pad. Nice. That's you what's know? up. And okay. basically, man, I'm just teaching songwriting, man. And, and I, I have a uh, I have a 12 week course, and then I have a master class, which is a, a you know I'll do those pop up master classes. Then I do a mentorship as well, you know. Okay. And so that's something, man. I got to mention, it. and you can get the information at penandpad.com. Penandpad.com. P-E-N-I-N-T-A-D.com. Yeah. Okay. Also, what are your social media handles for people that want to follow you? Okay, you can follow me, uh, Percy Beatty, on uh, Facebook, uh, Percy underscore Beatty on Instagram, and then Percy Beatty on Twitter as well. Okay. Okay. James, any final words, man? Man, I just want to thank uh, Percy for all the nuggets that he's dropped. Like you said, uh, this was this is valuable. Uh, um, yeah, that's, that's, and, and also that 30 minutes is not going to work. So, yeah, we have, we've established that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've yes, established sir, that. Man, Percy, again, man, thank you, bro, for, um, you know, not only agreeing, but being, being willing and also bringing your supply and not being selfish with what it is you have. There's no question that I asked that you didn't really give information about. And, you know, that's what's going to really help people, I believe. Transparency is what's really needed in order to um, for people to grow. And so that's, that's what I'm about, and I appreciate you for being authentic and, and honest about you know, your journey. And um, so a lot of a lot of things you share, man. You know, I, I, this will be available. Uh, I think two to three days the audio. Okay. And so it'll be become part of our podcast where you'll be able to subscribe, and I'll send you the audio from it as well as uh, this video. You'll be able to share if you like to as well. Cool. That'll be great, man. I appreciate you guys, man. Yes, Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate you, JB. Yeah, appreciate yeah. you, Mario. Yeah, appreciate you, man. More than you know. Thank you so much, man. I bless so, you. Yeah. So tomorrow, to our listeners that are still on, you know, let us know that you enjoy Percy. Make sure you reach out to him and support his endeavors and things that he's got going on. He's a great guy, as you can tell. And uh, we just love him, man. We appreciate him. And uh, tomorrow, we're going to have a special guest as well by the name of Uncle, Uncle G, Dr. I'm sorry, Dr. <laughs> Greg Lyons. He is a marketing promo management and radio guru. But you don't want to miss the nuggets that he'll be dropping as well. So make sure you join in tomorrow. James, tell them how they can you know, continue to be a part of this. Yeah, all, always follow us on Facebook, uh, Facebook Live at Mario J. Uh, Brown um, on his Facebook page. And then also on uh, his YouTube page. At um, Mario J, I'm sorry, MJB Music with a K on uh, YouTube. And uh, like, subscribe, and every time you subscribe, you get notified when we're having a, uh, when we're popping up a new video. So please do that ASAP. Yes, sir. Again, man, we appreciate y'all time. It went over longer, but I'm so glad that it did, man. Absolutely. So, uh, we're going to have some talking to do and try to figure out if we just don't just hit, go ahead and make it an hour. Right. So hopefully y'all stick with us and y'all enjoy it and we bring you something valuable that you can take away from it and, you know, continue to grow. So without further ado, MJP Music, JP Podcast, let's get it. Let's get it.
Music with JB.